Hey, hey, hey. It's Friday morning, February 5th, 2021. Uh, we have a special guest with Dr. James Chu sitting in once again, my right-hand man. Uh, ben, thank you for showing up before me today. My apologies. All right, thank you, Ben. Uh, this guy is another Canadian that we have for combine training or pro day or whatever they want to call it after what? This is like the vid year, the COVID year of 2021. Shitty year. So we wanted to introduce Poe to the show. And Poe, I don't know your name, so why don't you say it, even though you've been living with me for two weeks. Pierre-Olivier Lestage. There it is. He's French-Canadian. <laughs> and uh, the show today is the topic of... Uh, actually, Chewy wanted to do it and talk about the Canadian pipeline the last, what, yeah. seven, eight years from uh, Laurent. Wow. Uh, 2014, the Kansas City Chiefs guard, who was a medical doctor and opted out this season to concentrate on the sick and needy up in Montreal. So uh, that's a hell of a classy guy. And he was my first Canadian. And then from there, the pipeline just started. So, uh, Chewy, Dr. James Chew, let's go. All right. Yeah. So Charlie and I have been talking a little bit about this training period right now, which is a little bit different. I think you guys are, you're an experiment right now on a new paradigm for Charlie and his combine training. So, um, I guess, first of all, introduce yourself, man. So you're, you're the, as far as I know, the number one prospect out of the entire country of Canada. Is that correct? Uh, I'm not, uh, well, yeah. Cause there, there's a list at, uh, each and every year that, uh, CFL, uh, gets out every year and uh, i'm number 10 on that list but i'm the only i'm the first guy that played in canada because all the other guys are canadian that played in the ncaa oh. so yeah i'm number 10 on that list but i'm the first one like that played in canada oh wow wow so what i, I, I didn't yeah that's, that's, that's i amazing. didn't know that so james keep going with the questions because i really don't know him all we do is train eight <laughs> hours a day and then party at night and then fall asleep that's crazy right. so then and as far as a lineman is concerned, are you the top lineman as well at, uh, in the CFL prospect? Are you the only one in the top 10? Because it's usually uh, linemen, I don't think, are usually uh, – it's usually the skilled players, right? That are in well, the- in the CFL, you have a lot of linemen in the top 10 because mm. uh, there's, there's a lot of value to a Canadian lineman because there's a ratio you have to have. Like when you're – when you play in the CFL, like teams have to have like – a certain number of Canadian players to, mm. to respect like the, I don't know, the Canadian, because it's a, it's a Canadian league and there's a lot of Americans. So you have to have like a, a certain ratio of Canadian player and offensive linemen are a great value to that number because I don't know why, but there's a lot of Canadian linemen that plays in the CFL. So I think, I think I'm I'm about like number three or four. I'm number ten, but there's like three or four guys in front of me. That's crazy. So, and you played, you just finished your college, think, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So th- you, this is um, your your. How did you get hooked up then with coming all the way down from Montreal and figuring out there's this guy named Charlie here in Knoxville? <laughs> well, it's uh, it's Sasha, you know, because uh, you you talked about that Canadian pipeline and. It's, it's all Sasha's guys. Like uh, it started with Laurent when, uh, like they started together. I think it, it was uh, Laurent was his first client, um, and I don't know how it started actually. Like how how did you guys get to work with with Sasha and Laurent? And 
Um, there was an American sports agent that Sasha had to reach out to. So all, all he did was homework of like which one represented a Canadian guy that plays in the NFL. And he found an agency and they worked with getting him in here to get basically like a tryout to see if he's worth investing in for eight weeks. So me and my close friend, Bruce Wilkerson, who played 13 years in the NFL left tackle, um, we did an evaluation on a one day with Laurent and we both spearheaded, came back in the office and said, he's, he's, he's worth investing. So that's how when Sasha just just to clarify is it sports your sports agent is that yeah right? yeah it's he's like in uh, in Quebec he's like when you finish like your your third season you're going into your fourth you're kind of hoping for him to give you a call because he's like the guy you want you oh, want really? to be represented by yeah so Sa Sasha has a really good reputation up in yeah it's, it started with Laurent because because Laurent he's he's one of the first guy to make it to the NFL and you know. To, to be really successful and then there were Anthony O'Claire and uh, a lot of a lot of guys that just match your best is another guy Mark my teammates they're all like really good player that had a chance to to be in the, in the NFL and they're all with Sasha so when when yeah. you when you get there you're kind of hoping for Sasha to give you a call because that means you're pretty good at that football you're and, worthy yeah. you're worthy <laughs> Sasha uh, taps you on the shoulder he's like you're worth my time exactly right? yeah yeah nice so Wow! Wow! And that really, so that real relationship with Laurent, so Chaz, that that started here, want, helped launch Sasha's career and Laurent's career, right? Yeah, I mean that was a uh, they they had a relationship like Chad Pennington and I did. So that's um, that's how you could view Laurent and Sasha's relationship. Good buddies, childhood I, friends, uh, and work their way up to what they were doing now. No so, kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Okay, that's pretty cool. And then how did your year go, uh, your last season in college go? Uh, we didn't play a season. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I went. Yeah, I played my third year, and then like we had some talks about having a season, not having a season. Um, and we just didn't have a season. And in Canada, the rules are pretty strict about COVID compared to here. To here, like we can do pretty much everything we want over here. So America. <laughs> <laughs> but but in Canada, you know, it's pretty strict. So we didn't have a season. And for training, we didn't we couldn't even like train with our teammates or no kidding. Uh, go to the gym. I haven't been in my school gym in the Sepsum for like a year and maybe more than a year now. So it's. It's been a crazy year, but I'm just I'm just happy. It's kind of going well, mm. um, thanks to Charles. So the uh, determination of uh, where you, you would be a likely prospect came from your junior year film and right. performance. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. So I, I guess I'm just trying to figure out how how in the world that he got discovered and um, where, uh, especially during last year and how crazy that was. So. Um, Chaz, um, you have talked a lot about this Canadian, the, the Canadian guys, right? Um, ever since Laurent, uh, it's a different, you have trained guys, uh, in America for decades now. You glow over the opportunity and just love the opportunity of working with Canadians, right? Ever since Laurent. And so why, why is that? Well, he could explain it to you also. <clears throat> Excuse me, I woke up late and I'll never do that again. <laughs> That's for the average 
and nobody in this wood gym is average, so that will not happen yeah. again. I apologize for my throat. I feel like I have Kermit out in it, so hopefully he'll hop out have of COVID, my... right? No COVID here. <laughs> Already had it. <laughs> Plus other things, I guess. Okay, so um, the one thing that he would be able to explain is what they do after high school called CJEP. Oh. Right? What is that? So it's like, just to explain, it's like a prep school, but you have to go. It's just in, like, it's just for Quebec guys. You like, mm. you, if you're like anywhere in Canada except Quebec, you don't have to go. It's, if you're not in Quebec, it's pretty much like you guys. Like you, you have just like one more year and then you go to college. Mm. But in Quebec, when you finish high school at like 16 years old, 15, 16, you have to go to CJEP for uh, two and a half years. It's, it's usually two and a half years, but it's three years of football because it's two years plus one season. Hmm. So you go there and it's like, it's pretty much like a prep school. You just play football there. It's like an, just another place to, to play football into. It's just right between high school and college. Um, so you, you, is that all you concentrate on is football? There's no, no, it's, you, you can like, not that you can major in something, but you, some people decide to go only to CJEP to do like a, a, a technical study and then just don't go to co- the, to college. Mm. But you can also do like a prep, a prepping for college and then go to college. Okay. So there's a lot of extra f- football opportunity over there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the maturity level's so different. Are you getting these guys older? Yes, because no. they're coming in at 23 to 25. Uh, like Mark DeCroix last year, who played with him, that signed with the Packers, he was 25. Yeah. He oh, was, wow. So it's a whole different animal. And the football players aren't glorified like the hockey players in Canada. Okay. So Sasha's like, if I sent you the hockey players, you would see more of what the American athlete has been brought up from Wee all the way to where they are now of... Put them on pedestal type thing. Yeah, no, the attention, no. attention. So the the football players come in super, super uh, humble. Wow. And, and uh, ready to work and gratitude and gracious. And when they walk in the wood gym, they all say the same thing. I'm finally here. Wow. Like, I'm in the wood gym. So they already know about it. Are you... Is that how you felt? Pretty excited about the opportunity to come to the wood gym? Yeah, of course. Because, you know, with Sasha's guys, uh, I was following Charlie on Instagram. And I saw, like, Mark last year, Master Betts a couple of years ago. I, I saw Laurent the first time. And, you know, I was kind of I, – I knew what the wood gym was because of those guys. Mm. So just the fact to be here, it's like I'm finally here. I'm just happy to be here. It's that's, crazy. That's awesome. So it, it was just kind of one of those, for you guys, a a a – kind of benchmark hey you know one foot one step closer to where i want to be right yeah that's pretty cool and you know with the covid this year they're not doing the combine so it was the first year in close to 30 years of being in business and having athletes live with me nobody was at the house nobody nobody was at the house and i was like well maybe this another chapter in my life of you know not doing that anymore and getting on to something else and then sasha called me and he's like are are you taking anybody Hmm. and i was like well talk to me and he was like this kid wants to go there explain that to everybody your normal process when before all this stuff how many combine is usually when 
It's uh, like the last or third week in February. And so when do you start bringing in athletes from all over the country? Right after Christmas, usually. Okay, so it's yeah, how many December weeks? December 26th, six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. Yes. And they're in the way that you do things, you have them live <clears throat> in your home. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you get to know everything about your athlete when... Yeah, it, it it's actually the separator because even um, doing Airbnbs, getting condos, guest house, the agents are still... Can they live with you? They need to live with you. That's the big draw on top of the training, but that's the big draw living with you, you know, getting the, um, the whole Patron factor for 24 hours, whether it's sleeping, talking, um, worshiping Jesus, <laughs> go Joel, <laughs> <Let's> go, Joel. <laughs> uh, eating, uh, Protein shakes, watching them sleep. You're, 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 like wa- a, you're watching me sleep. I've watched, I've, I've watched you sleep before. Right, nice. <laughs> you didn't hear me open up the door and just look at you. <laughs> and you've been doing that for how many years? Oh, close to 30. 30 years of that style of mm-hmm. combine training. No. I mean, consistently. And yeah, I mean, how much do you weigh, Bo? Uh, right now, I'm pretty fat. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I was th- I was uh, three eleven this morning or three oh nine this so morning. When you're getting some food from Costco or wherever, that's a ton of food that you got to feed these guys, right? It's a ton of food. Uh, the preparation, the shopping. There's a lot that goes into it that nobody sees mm-hmm. uh, behind the scenes. And um, when you're trying to put weight on, like we had to with Mark DeCroix last year that was a ton of food because we had to put close to 20 pounds on him oh my gosh so you're he's <clears throat> he was taking more food in than poe wow or the offensive lineman because he's already there he came in at 307 he's fluctuating 309 to 311 to 312 so he's there i'm going to start uh, tapering him a little the next three days just to get him a little bit leaner so he's ready to run Wednesday. All right. So six to eight weeks, but you guys decided to do it differently this year. Explain that. Well, yeah. I've been trying for years and years to to somehow convince the sports agents and the athletes I could do it in two weeks. And I started going, okay, four weeks. What's the national standard if you're going to a big-name academy? Six to eight Six same, to same eight weeks football. is, okay. yeah. And you go to the academy and you're with, you know, 25, 30 other players. I mean, one of his buddies that he met at the All-Star game, um, you had an All-Star game a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he, he met a guy that he follows on Instagram and I think he's out at Kobe Bryant's place. And, you know, he was doing a story on his Instagram. Poe was showing me of like, look how gorgeous this place was and it was beautiful do you have the same videos of how gorgeous the wood gym is i told him to do one like that. we could do it just just to to be funny but it's it's really not it's different it's it's more like gritty you don't have like there were basketball courts everywhere like two or three of them and we had tennis courts right (laughs) right outside yeah Yeah. but it's just different you don't you don't have to be it, it doesn't have to be that way it's just like people People prefer to be like, hey, look where I'm training. I'm so good compared to like they're not showing their work. They're just showing like where they're, they're training. So that did that appeal to you to come into a place where it's like, OK, no, no frills, no thrills. I didn't even think about it. I just wanted to come here because uh-huh. I knew it was the wood gym and I knew Charles. I knew like I was at Mark's Pro Day last year and his numbers were incredible. Mm-hmm. So I knew I knew the work could be done here. So 
that's pretty much why I decided so through word here. of mouth you were like and yeah. you know they, they were like hey this training is where it's at this is what you know mm-hmm. you're gonna get it done right and all that kind of stuff but you turned the training on uh, even this year has been a big experiment you shut down four to six weeks of what you normally would and you're saying i know we can do this and a quarter of the time, fourteen days, crazy. Yeah. So explain, explain that, man. Well, I, I, I want to hear how, how how this has been going uh, for you. Oh yeah, make sure you're honest with it too. Um, <laughs> last year we did it with Mark. So Mark Duquois came in to get ready for his All Star game for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't combine training. That was you know position specific, and we had to work a, around a broken form. He went to his all-star game, went back home, and then we plotted out when he was going to have his pro day. And he came in two weeks before his pro day. Okay. And that's, I wouldn't say the experiment last year, but that was the first time it, I knew it would happen if, if somebody would do it for two weeks. So you, you had to like, in your mind, sketch that out on the fly, kind of saying, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, normally we do this. How, so how'd you come up with the the amount of time did did you say okay i gotta do four day three day now of training or workout i mean how did you figure out the formula to make it work well you don't use a lot of heavy weights for combine so that's that's a win in the favor of trying to get it done in two weeks so it's a lot of movement it's a lot of small muscle work and then it's a lot of um the same patterns of the short shuttles to the L drills. You're basically just working on steps, but you have to do it quite often on top of the muscles that you're firing to do those drills. Hmm. You don't need the 48, 72 hours rest when you're breaking down a muscle because we're not breaking down muscle. Because we're, we're doing more movements. Because the you're not using heavy weight. Is not using heavy weight. He hasn't hmm. been under a squat bar for more than 133 pounds. Wow. And he's done bench press once. Once the first day. And mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Are you going to, uh, and then, so you, uh, how many sessions are you going a day? Well, right now we are on starting day 12. So we wrapped up day 11, Poe, yesterday, oh. and we finished up with 37 workouts, correct? Yeah. Crazy. 37 workouts. So somebody better be able to live with you so you can monitor their sleep, what's sore on them, uh, the regeneration from ice baths to cryotherapy to deep tissue massage. So you're doing all you're throwing all that on top. Too. We're, we're throwing all that in. We we haven't done the deep tissue massage because you need like a day to two days recovery for that because mm. it dehydrates your muscle and pulls everything out. That's oh, really? when yes. Mm. So he would be uh, slower, lethargic, and maybe pull something. If, so if you did too much of that, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that, that, and and just by trial and error, we did that with a fullback. Uh, years ago, and he got a massage the day before pro day, and I didn't know it, and he ran like three-tenths slower. No sh- and it was a UT fullback, and at the time, UT was so good, they'd have two pro days because so many scouts would come in. So we had two more weeks before the second pro day for UT, and I monitored him a lot. I had him live with me, so I knew what he was doing. and Just to make sure. Just to make sure, and he ran his 40, what we we thought he'd run and went on and played with the bills and had a good career, but yeah, so you don't want to do anything like that. So if he gets a massage, great. I'm going to try to get it on a Sunday afternoon. If we could, if not, I'm not really worried about it because I need to make sure his muscles are ready to go. Not relaxed or dehydrated. So how do you feel? Pretty good. I would say, yeah, it's uh, it's completely different than anything I've ever done. Cause we've done like 
37 workouts and I usually do like in a normal off season with the, with the Carabin, we only do like four workouts a week. Well, four weights workout and then like two or three runs workout and then a position specific. So it's pretty much like maybe eight workout a week mm. right now. I'm doing, I did like 24 in a week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, but the thing that he was talking about when we were driving is um, he feels like he's been here four to six weeks. Yeah, it's so intense, it's so heavy. You're you're in the wood gym, what six to seven hours when it's all said and done. Yeah, probably yeah. eat, rest, get off your feet, and then you're back in, and so, then you're back in. We've talked about over training before. Mm-hmm. Um, had an entire podcast about that. So how, how do you? How are you monitoring that? I'm monitoring it with the weight loss or weight gain, the body fat. If his body fat spiked like from one day to another and it would, it would be two, three percent different. So he doesn't understand when he's higher? Yes. Okay. Yes. So he's sustaining the same body fat. I'm measuring it for something different than he's measuring it for. Okay. Because uh Fatty McFat's over here thinks he's fat because he busted a button off a pair of pants before right. he went out one night. He was very, very <laughs> Upset about that, <laughs> and I was. But that, that's his glutes. Just well, his, body, his, his body's uh, probably a little bit swollen, mm-hmm. called edema. You know, where where your body is, the, the cellular function of his muscles, everything is going all haywire right now. So he might feel swollen, but once he gets a rest, which he will, because now we're tapering. We'll do three workouts today, Friday, Saturday, two workouts, and then do a mini combine Sunday morning, and then he rests until Wednesday. So you can have measurables to make sure that yeah. he's going to be yeah. And, and talk about overtraining is um, he doesn't know. Once in a while, I'll time him on a ten, and it's um, it's been spot on. It's been faster. Yeah. And, and his L drill's been fa- everything. All his numbers are still going this way. Do you feel that way? I mean, you feel like, oh man, I, I got a little bit more. Yeah, step. everything I'm doing, like compared to the first day or the first week, we're kind of doing exercise that I did like the first day or the second day, and mm-hmm. it's night and day. I just really? feel really, really different, and I'm faster. Also, he's always like throwing me the, the I don't know how to say it in French. We say chronomètre, the the watch, the stopwatch. And it's all, it's always a little bit like faster. And he says like, you're welcome. Cause <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's cocky, but nah, I like it. Yeah. He's giving you, giving that extra uh, patrons off. Yeah. Well, well, the two weeks, <clears throat> let's get back to that because that, that's a, a huge pinpoint of what we're trying to talk about. A lot of the American sports agents wouldn't buy into it because they're afraid of the athletes going back home and not doing what they need to do. So they like from their bowl game, if it was a normal season, not this season, mm-hmm. if it was a normal season right from the bowl game to right where they have to go, whether it's Arizona, Florida, California, to these hotbed combine schools. Oh, okay. And they basically plop them there for six to eight weeks before the combine. Okay. To keep them disciplined, structured, out of trouble, whatever all that is. Yeah. My Canadian guys are like grown men. They're they're like I'm living with a man. I'm not living with a college kid that, you know, I got to go make sure you wake up, make sure you drink this, you know, don't miss a workout. They're they're not that and way. They do it, right? So so the two week combine thing, it's got to be for a special person. So, yeah, you it, that's something But that's all I'm doing now. 
personality, the whole culture, whatever. <laughs> Let's make that clear. I'm not ever doing four to six weeks or eight weeks again because even even Sasha, who trusts me, he was like, you don't think he needs a third week or a fourth week? I said, you d- we did it with Mark last year, Mark DeCroix. He had the best pro day numbers in 30 years. Wow. He did exactly what I timed him on a Sunday. Best numbers that you've, you have personally seen in 30 years, right? Yes. Okay. From the Harrison Smiths to the Leonard Fournettes to the CJ Pro Sizes. He was the best that you've yeah. ever seen. The best. Golly. <clears throat> in two weeks. two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if you could run faster than a 4.35. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. And, and, and at 205 pounds, and he started at 188. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that was two weeks. So it works. Damn. It's just a matter of what do you do with that athlete after or before? It's okay. more before because he's going two weeks right up to his pro day. And then his pro day, he's rocking and rolling and going. So you, you hear these things. Does that give you an automatic trust into the process? Yeah, sure. It's, uh, well, just the numbers. I, I Just just to look at the numbers, like from Mark last year and from, you know, all the other Canadian guys that were here, um, you you don't have to, to, like, ask any question the you, you just see the results and it's there. You just, cause honestly the first day or the first two days I was like, uh, is that really going to work? I'm, I'm not really sure I'm doing the right thing, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you never told me that, Paul. <laughs> I did. I did tell you that I was skeptical at the beginning. Yeah. I told you, <laughs> but, uh, no, if you, now I'm, I'm 12 days into it and I, I, I feel very good. I feel fast. I feel strong. I feel, I feel I can, I can jump a lot higher, uh, further. And I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm just getting excited for my pro day just to, to be able to perform the way I want to be. Tell, tell us about how you get into your pro day. <laughs> well, uh, on, uh, uh, Monday morning at like six o'clock in the morning, um, I'm going, my, my pro day is in Cincinnati. So I'm going there on a Greyhound bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, Holly. That, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead and tell the situation how you were offered. Yeah, Holly offered me to to to, to drive me there and back, but I told her no. Um, she has a Jaguar. It's not really comfortable for a big man like me. <laughs> Greyhound, Greyhound or Jaguar? He'd rather he take the ja- Greyhound. Greyhound. Well, yeah. you know, we could go three and a half hours in the Jag mm-hmm. with Holly because she drives super fast. Or you could go over five hours in a Greyhound bus. And we were trying to figure out even if I could be up there for his pro day. Like, not like drive up, stay the night, do something like I did with Laurent in Montreal, where I flew in two days before and gave him his workout and basically was conducting the pro day while the scouts were there. So, killer. That was killer. So, you said, Greyhound, let's do it. Yeah, I I feel like I'm going to be able to stretch my my legs in the Greyhound bus and I won't be able to do it in Jaguar. So the the two <coughs> two hours more is I think it's worth it. Nah, Dude, I'm that's sorry, the Canadian Holly. guy. I'm so that's sorry, okay. but right. that that's my type of guy, Wang. That's the, what we've been talking about. The number one Canadian football player. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to hang out in Kobe's mansion. He no. wants to ride that no. Greyhound bus. You don't need a PJ. Yeah, that's a private jet. <laughs> he wants Emma. he wants to be on that Greyhound bus. Mm-hmm. Get to Cincinnati and. Lay his and, head down. And, uh, and just, down just, just like Charles told me, uh, I would eat rocks if that means I could be in the, in the NFL. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready to do anything. That's a Patron guy. Uh, yeah. 
So uh, what, what did you notice when you first, because you're always evaluating, you always, yeah. w- when you're, especially when you got them in your house mm-hmm. and you, you see them here for as long as you had have, and, and, and you probably have six weeks worth of time in two weeks. What right. are you seeing with this guy? I see the same thing with all the guys when they first, you know, Holly picked him up from the airport. I was out back at the fire pit having a cocktail or two on a Sunday afternoon and they walk in and it's kind of like, where in the hell am I? Like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is so strange. I'm living with my trainer and I'm working out of a wood gym. You know, what's going on? So you see it, but, you know, he could say the first couple of days, you know, I don't know if it's going to, you know, I'm reluctant of the results. I don't know if it's going to work, but he was, he was, he was all bought in. I mean, you don't have a choice. You already committed to it. So you might as well just ride down the slope and right. see where you go. Um, they're all so focused. Yeah. Totally different than a lot of the different athletes. No uh, kidding. They take mm-hmm. it serious. It's it's really, really serious for them. It, it's almost like um, they're doing it for their family. They're doing it for, I know it sounds like Drago-esque or Rocky Four, but they're doing it for their country to have another Canadian in the NFL. Really? Is that is that part patriotism a little bit, a part of it? Um, a little bit, but for us Canadian, it's so hard. We know it's so harder to, to like have a chance to get there. So when we we do have a chance to get there, we're not taking it for granted because we know how hard it is for a Canadian. How many Canadians are there in the NFL right now? I, like eight. Oh, really? That's it. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying probably like eight or ten, but I don't really know. So we know it's hard to get there. So when you actually get a chance, you have to make a count. So is there notoriety when it, when a Canadian gets into the league that like, hey, this is a guy just Well Laurent's like Elvis Presley up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a superstar. No shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> even when we even when we were there in two thousand fourteen for the pro day, you'd go down the lobby and, and everybody was waiting for him. The maple flags. He was on the news, <laughs> you know, that that night after the the pro day, you were down the, the bar lobby waiting to go out to eat, and he's all over the news. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Really? No. That was a big it's deal. It's really special for a Canadian player that played in Canada because there's a lot And of, won a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a lot of Canadian guys that played in the in the NCAA, and it's 17. it's happening more often now. 17. But when you play like in the Canadian University, there was just wow. Oclair and Laurent that did it. I hope I will be the, the third guy. But um, it's it's special because in Canada, we're, we're not really... We don't have like a a platform to put our to 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 put ourselves into to to show what, what players are we like. So when you got a little bit higher hill to climb because you're Canadian, yeah, is that is that why you got a little bit more fire in your belly? You feel like you just like yeah, I oh sure. Because when you get there, like I said, you you're just happy to be there. You ha- you're happy you have you have a chance to 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 make it. So. Of course, you're going to work harder because you always because you had to work harder than any other American to get there. Man, what, what they find, and this is a good study, and he, he could back me up on this, is they're they're raw with their technique because mm. the coaching is is I don't know if you'd say not as good a level below from the American college coaches. Hmm. So when Laurent came, he was really raw, but Bruce Wilkerson worked with him and was like, oh, once he gets somewhere, he'll be. He'll be fine because he'll have great coaching. With with that, that's what I took out of talking to Sasha. So, what what do you find with with Poe? He's got all the measurables. He'll play on Sundays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, nice yeah. to hear. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's just like Laurent. He's focused, and even Sasha said, "This is my next Laurent." Even his teammate Mark DeCroix that lived with me. 
um, said the same thing. You got to see this guy. So last last time this year, he was showing Mark was showing me video of Poe, like running down the field and just destroying people, just like 30, 40 yards down. I was like, no shit. this guy's killing people. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. So he's got it. Well, one thing I've noticed too is that these guys are speaking another language. You know, we have to. Yeah. And, and and Smart. intelligent, right? I mean, so that's that's got to be worth something. I don't know. I don't, I don't play football, but I'm sure it's worth something. They ask a lot of questions, yeah. which is which is good. They they want to know, you know, why we're doing this, or you know, they're they're intuitive to their workouts. It's just not going through. The okay, motions. let's go through the motions. Let's go mm. through the motions. You know, Charlie tells me to eat this. I'm eating it. Why? You know, is this too much? Should I be eating this? Is this enough water? They ask. They they're they're thirsty for knowledge. Hungry to learn. Mm-hmm. Hungry yeah. in all aspects. Sure. Yeah. So it's next week. Uh, yeah, it's it's in five days, I think. Yeah, Wednesday yeah. the tenth. So, so Wang, the the other point, everything he's doing now, he's in a fatigue state doing it. Mm. So he's not rested and firing on all cylinders right now. And, and in he's the still fatigue hitting better numbers. Yeah, in the fatigue state, he's doing better. Right, and and uh, Radimir, you know, one of my speed coaches I studied with would would say, get him in a fatigue state. So then the, all they can count on is cleaner technique because the muscles aren't firing. So it um, really helps their technique. No kidding. Mm-hmm. I had a mirror with smart dude, man. He was. Yeah. He was. So you're finishing up strong this week. Yeah. I think, I think I'll be ready. I think I'm just excited to, to go out there and perform. Like I think Charles prepared, prepared me really well. Um, he, he's saying I'll be ready. He's always saying it's perfect, but I think sometimes he's just saying it to, to just say it. I'm his hype man too. <laughs> Cause you know, you can see it, he, he's never felt like this. His mm. body is swollen. So when he's like, I feel fat, you're swollen. You're not fat. Mm. And that'll all go down with rest. That starts Sunday. You know, we're going to get in here early Sunday morning. Then he's off his feet. And, and the, the funny thing he said, and I try to make this fun because it, it really is, it's a grind. It's a hell of a ride, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to compare it to any of the armed forces, but it's like, you know, well, it, it's, it's a lot. wake up, go. You go, go, take a nap, go. I mean, it's a, it's a different, but it's intense and it's two weeks. So yeah. if the agents could buy into it, you're going to save so much money and get the same results. Yeah. What, what but he did walk in today, Wang, and we were, you know, <laughs> frustrated with the New York City traffic that was on Hardin Valley. He walked in, he goes, I can't wait to get on that Greyhound bus. Uh, <laughs> you know, because he's hitting what we call the wall. Oh, uh, you know, he's, he's getting there. He's in better mood today. Mm, uh, again, moodiness, crankiness, overtraining. overtraining yeah. I saw that. And that's where living with somebody and knowing him so well for these two weeks, Wednesday afternoon, we didn't come back in. You mentioned that, you know, Charlie's cocky. This is a bit, bit of a confidence. We, we, mentally, though, I, I know how, to an extent, how he works. Uh, what, what are you feeding off of the his his vibe here when when, when are you around him? <laughs> well, he's, he's just he, – he, you want to be around him because, you know, he he's successful. He has, like, all these athletes that made it to the NFL. He has, like – I think you have to be cocky to be the best at what you do, and that's that's what he's doing. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You you have it's it's important to be cocky if you wanna if you wanna get where you wanna be because you you don't want n- no one like in front of you. So you're, you're even if there's someone in front of you, you should never say like there's someone in front of me. It's, I'm the best. I'm the best at what I do, and that's what he's doing. Yeah. Do you feel that that 
you got obviously you had to have your own swag to get to be number one Canadian football player. But is it you feeling a little bit of a different Italian Patron little little, little something out there? Too? Yeah, it's really different. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think you'll take it along with you, in Cincinnati, and and, and I, I think. What I've seen over the years is that people gravitate towards that. All these successful athletes have been here. And, I mean, even though you've been here for only two weeks, it's, it's, it's yeah, going to be in you. He's not only changing, like, how I work, uh, how I can jump, how I can run. He's all, he's also changing my mindset a little bit. Yeah. We, talk, we talk in the car. Um, it's it's different because he's always saying, like, us Canadians, we're flesh-driven. And uh, we, we never, like... Turn we, off. We never turn off, right. Your His mind, they... they talking Jesus Christ, which I don't know. We always get on it. I don't know how, Poe. So it's always Joel. But it's always Joel. But he rides in with me. You know, like he doesn't have a car here. So you get more of the time going and more of the time after. And we discuss everything under the sun. But the Canadians, they want to think so much. And Laurent was one too. And I had to tell him to turn that off and just be dumb. Trust the down, yeah. dumb it down. Stay in the moment. Stay in the present. Don't think past and don't think future. Just stay right here. Don't overthink what you're going to do because you're going to outthink yourself. Yeah, and, that, and when it comes to combine day, shut it off. Just just do. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. No, you, you told me to, to think about what, what I'm going to eat. For dinner that night. The, at the oh, line. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it every year with everybody. It's like turn it off. Mm. Uh and when you ask, do you get nervous? The guys that say, no, I never get nervous, usually bomb on their mm, numbers. Really? I want guys to embrace all those emotions we're supposed to. This is an Instagram-friendly like of perfect and it's great. It's not. nerve. I get nervous. Mm. Every day I make a workout for them to get ready. It's, it's, it's a heightened thing. Am I doing the right stuff? Mm. But, you know, we could <clears throat> wrap it up, do whatever we want. It's a great talk. But remember, uh, what you think is what you'll be. Right. And mm. I, I started taking that humbleness out of who I am now. And I really like the confident Charlie Patron much more than, oh, shucks, we'll do this, we'll do that. And that's when Leonard Fournette brought that to my attention when he left a high, a high, high end training facility to come live and work with me in the wood gym. And again, I only had two weeks with him. So basically it started with Leonard Fournette because I had to start over because uh-huh. he was somewhere else for four weeks and I had two weeks and there were close people in my camp that said, don't do it. It's going to be a risk. And I did it anyway. And I remember Leonard pulling me out on the turf one day and he said, I'm a really, really great running back. Start being great. Stop the humbleness and bring out everything you have of Patron. I want it all. And I think I changed my way from there on. Hey, so is that a good way to leave for Poe here? I mean, same type of advice, right? Same type of advice. Yeah. Be the best. I mean, you're going to be a, you're six, three, 310 pound center that moves great he looks great and he's got the mindset then he's gonna just turn it off that day and just go have fun oh you excited excited? of course i I wasn't that excited but i'm I'm getting more and more excited because it's 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 happening sooner now so i'm just uh yeah i'm just happy i i can get out there and show show people show americans that i can be even if I'm Canadian, I can be just like any other American play football the way they do. Well, now he's a Canadian, but he's a wood gymmer. So, yeah. uh, so it'll be just another legacy of a, a, another successful wood gym uh, persona out there on the field. That it, it always happens, right? It always happens. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. What do you say, Chaz? Think what you'll be. You got it. And mm-hmm. uh, thanks for coming. Give me the chance. Sure. Thanks for having for the, me. The two weeks and 
Thanks, Chewy. Uh, we were talking this week. The thing with Chewy and I are so well as we see each other through the week because he does his thing early morning, his jiu-jitsu, and then rolls over here. And he was like, how's the training going? Because he's so involved. He's He's seen everything. And uh, I was telling him what I was doing. And he was like, oh, we got to do a podcast on that you know, about the different style of training and then the, the guy that's here. So it works and it always works out. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we, we're not sure yet, but I'm pretty sure, but we don't know for, for, for it, a fact yet. I'm pretty sure it's going to work. It's going to work out. I mean, the podcast worked out great. We didn't even plan it. We were like, let's do it. You yeah, know, we're just <laughs> chopping it out. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, best of luck on that Greyhound bus. <laughs> Thank you. And, Jimmy, uh, you so I'm, I'm going to have Jimmy's time to vibing. think about it. Yeah. <laughs> you better take some pictures of you on the Greyhound bus so we right. can see, because he's, it, I think that's what he was really impressed yeah. about is like this kid oh, would man. rather do that than, yeah. Then fly or drive with Fast Holly in the Jag, where yeah. you look like Barney Rubble from Flintstones yes. in the damn car. Hey, uh, Yabba dabba do. I want to get. Uh, I need to get to work. Uh, Holly, can you take me in your Jag? Yeah. She, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she can get <laughs> you fast. <laughs> and thanks again, Holly, for everything you've been doing the last two weeks. A big shout out to Hall Doll. Of, yeah, uh, big shout out to Holly of, of uh, <laughs> helping us with everything. It's it been there. it's been great. All right, Chewy, thanks for putting this together. This was Chewy of like, hey, we got to get that out because I don't even think like that because we're up against the time mm -hmm. clock with just grinding these workouts. It's such a grind. Um, but thank you again for coming in Friday. And oh. sorry we were late. It was Poe's fault. Oh, no. <laughs> no worries. It's man. always my fault. Yeah. <laughs> hey, best of luck, man. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Happy Friday. Thanks, Wayne. <laughs>